Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Doctor Is In. I'm your host, Dr. Nadia Saba, president and founder of Dr. Greenhouse. Today, I want to go back to the fundamentals, and I want to talk about HVAC, what it is, and how it affects our daily lives and why it's important um, for building design, specifically about controlled environment agriculture, which I will talk about in a future segment. So what is HVAC exactly? Well, it's it's an acronym. The H stands for heating, which is increasing the temperature of a space. We are adding heat to that space. Ventilating is the V, and that is replenishing a space with fresh air. And then we have the AC, which is air conditioning. And most people consider this the cooling side of that acronym, HVAC, where we are decreasing the temperature of a space by removing heat. Now, there's another industry standard that adds another letter to the end of HVAC, and that letter is R, which stands for refrigeration. So we get HVACR. And refrigeration is the process of removing heat using, specifically, a refrigerant. And we really think about refrigerant in terms of cold temperatures, so cold storage, refrigerated trucks, even the refrigerator and freezer in your home. All of that would be related to that R of refrigeration. Now, in controlled environment agriculture, we've seen some people tack on the letter D to get HVACD, and D stands for dehumidification, which is the process of removing water vapor from the air. Now, if we really wanted to get into it and we wanted to add a bunch of other letters related to many other processes associated with conditioning a space, we could add an H for humidification, we could add an F for filtration, we could add a D for air distribution, and many other multiple processes. Um, pretty soon we could have an alphabet soup of HVAC, RD, HFAD, etc. But really we simplify all of these conditioning processes to the term HVAC. Now, in 1908, G.B. Wilson defined air conditioning as a catch-all for everything that we would consider HVAC today. And interesting, the first two processes are related to dehumidification, to that quote-unquote D. It was to, so his definition included maintaining a suitable humidity in a building, uh, freeing the air from excessive humidity during certain seasons, supplying ventilation air, removing microorganisms, dust, soot, etc., from the air, efficiently cooling a room during certain seasons, heating or helping to heat rooms in the winter. And interesting, I love this last part of the definition. It's using an apparatus that is not cost prohibitive to purchase or maintain. So, you know, when we think about the why, why is HVAC important? Well, if we just look first at the H, um, which is the heating part, you know, more people die every year from cold weather related deaths than they do any other weather related deaths. 
In fact, worldwide, between 2000 and 2019, 4.6 million people died of cold weather-related deaths. Compare that to 480,000 people who died of hot weather-related deaths. So more than 10 times the number of people died from cold weather and a lack of heating than they did from hot weather or a lack of cooling. And in some ways, you know, or or at least the way that I kind of think about that and how I understand that is if you think about our body temperature, right, which is about 98 degrees Fahrenheit, if you think about hot weather, right, what's the hottest weather that most of us may experience? 100 degrees, 110 degrees, God forbid you live in Phoenix or Dubai and it's 120 degrees. But really that delta between the outside air temperature and our body temperature may only be 5 to 15 degrees of a difference. But if you think about cold weather, right, if you live in an extremely cold condition, even not an extremely cold condition, I'm based in Sacramento, and the low temperature here can get to, say, 40 degrees, right? That is a difference of almost 60 degrees Fahrenheit between my body temperature and the air temperature. And now if you think about living in an extreme environment where it's zero degrees Fahrenheit, or if you're in Canada and it's negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit, then, you know, that is a 140 degree temperature difference. So in a lot of ways, it makes sense that we would be more susceptible to cold weather than to hot weather just because the extremes are very different than our body temperature. Now, if we think about V, the ventilation, why is that important? Well, that affects the quality of the air that we breathe. You know, ventilation in the HVAC industry has mostly been around carbon dioxide. And, you know, people are in these buildings and they're breathing CO2 and the CO2 level uh, increases uh, the longer that you are in that room or the more people that are in that room. And so ventilation is there to remove that excess CO2 and replenish it with the ambient air, which should have a lower CO2 concentration. And, you know, there have been studies that have shown that under elevated CO2, people's cognitive abilities decline, our ability to be productive reduces, um, and we get sleepy. It's not a toxic substance, but it does affect our ability to think and to be productive. So replenishing you know, what the air that we're breathing with more oxygen and less CO2 is good for our health and abilities. Now, of course, if we are in an indoor farm, then the opposite is true, right? We want to replace the oxygen that the plants are breathing out during photosynthesis with carbon dioxide that they can use to continue growing. And if you don't have an alternative way to enrich your production room with CO2, then ventilation is an effective way to at least maintain ambient CO2 levels so your plants don't starve. And there's other reasons to ventilate. You know, our furniture has a lot of formaldehyde and the adhesives and glues that are used to put those uh, together. And so ventilating helps to remove those potentially harmful VOCs. 
Also, for those of you who like to cook, you know, if you burn something on the stove, you know, you're, you're making bacon and you leave it for too long and it burns and you have all this smoke and heat and moisture that's given off, right? You turn on that, that exhaust hood fan and you open the windows and you ventilate your space so that you can breathe and so that you can remove all that smoke from the space. And of course, those VOCs, those odors, quote unquote odors, might be perceived or smelled by your passerbyers, right? Some neighbors who might be walking by in the morning and they'll know exactly what you're making for breakfast. And then if we talk about the AC and air conditioning, you know, it's really important to cool and dry the air, um, for, especially if you live in a humid environment. We know that the heat index uh, increases a lot if you are in a humid environment. But also, you know, interestingly, most people may not realize this, but HVAC and air conditioning specifically was developed for the printing process. In 1902, Willis Carrier, who is considered the inventor of air conditioning, was asked by a printing press company in Brooklyn, New York, to help them come up with a solution to prevent their ink from bleeding during the printing press process. And so he came up with the first air conditioner not to cool the space, but to dry the air to prevent that ink from bleeding. So dehumidification, you know, in that list that I mentioned earlier, Humidity control was the very first application of air conditioning in our industry. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that some of the earliest applications after that printing press were actually food related. So in 1916, the first air conditioner was applied to a dairy, to a creamery, to keep milk products safe and store them for a longer period of time. It was then, you know, just 12 years later in 1928, air conditioning was applied to egg storage to increase the shelf life of eggs. And, you know, soon it moved into movie theaters in the 1920s and it was a it was a respite for people to get away from the hot weather in the summer. Um, it moved into auditoriums and it didn't actually move into homes until the 1930s and 40s. Today, about 80% of homes in the U.S. have air conditioning, with about 100%, I think, of most new construction homes having access to air conditioning. So why is HVAC important? Yes, it is to keep us comfortable, but there are so many other reasons and so many other benefits to having HVAC in our lives. You know, one of the big reasons that I've mentioned earlier is to keep us safe, right? Keep us safe from extreme weather, keep us safe from bad air, keep us safe from spoiling food, and, you know, really just create a protective environment for us from, you know, the scary outside conditions. It also helps to, you know, preserve history. It's interesting, you know, HVAC is applied in museums to preserve artwork. You know, if you see a, a piece of art, a sculpture or jewelry or, or even a painting within, you know, a glass or plexiglass case, it might not just be there to protect it from you, um, from stealing it or touching it, 
but also a lot of times that case is temperature and humidity controlled to preserve the ink, to preserve the clay and the glues and all of the pieces that might come with that piece of art so that it can last as long as possible without degrading. I also, one of my favorite applications of HVAC to preserve uh, history is in the pharaonic tombs of Egypt. We, are, we continue to discover and open new tombs in Egypt. And as people have gone through there, right, originally with their oil lamps, they're breathing CO2 and water vapor. And those VOCs have degraded a lot of the ink on those tombs that have lasted for two or 3,000 years or longer. And so, you know, what the Department of Antiquities does in Egypt is sometimes they will close those tombs to keep it off limits from people to, you know, avoid adding more CO2 and water vapor to that tomb. But they will also add air conditioning, not necessarily to keep us comfortable as we walk through there, but to remove the moisture and to filter the air to reduce the degradation of those inks. And of course, they have electric lighting in those tombs now. And so I don't think oil lamps is as big of an issue. And, you know, the other thing that a lot of people don't think about maybe specifically or directly is that HVAC helps to entertain us, right? It helps to provide enjoyment. Whether, you know, you live in a really cold location, maybe you live in Wisconsin or Michigan, you may enjoy swimming in a heated pool in the winter. Here in Sacramento, we don't get a lot of ice, but we can use that process of refrigeration to produce ice and create an ice skating rink for us in the winter. So here you are in in cold locations and you're swimming in a heated pool and we're in a warm location and we're skating on manufactured ice from that refrigeration process. Also, of course, theaters, auditoriums and arenas all use air conditioning to keep us cool and provide the maximum enjoyment of whatever is entertaining us. There are also many applications to food, not just food production, which we'll talk about in the next segment about controlled environment agriculture, but also about the storage of food, the preservation of food, and how it gets from the field to the fork through a long cold chain process from the farm and cold storage there to a refrigerated truck, to a grocery store, to our refrigerator, and ultimately to our dinner plate. And that is a very exciting place to be in terms of um, post-harvest engineering around uh, HVAC and food production and food accessibility. So in my next segment, I will focus more about HVAC as it applies to controlled environment agriculture, indoor farms and greenhouses. You know, ultimately HVAC, the way that I think of it, helps to create an environment that improves our quality of life. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you can either sit comfortably in your home or you can work comfortably in your office, or you can grow plants to be as productive as possible in your indoor farm. 
Well, that's it. Thank you for joining me uh, for today's segment to talk about HVAC and what it is, why it's important, and how it affects our daily lives. Uh, like I said, future segment, I will talk about why HVAC is important to indoor farms and what we might want to think about, what special considerations uh, there are uh, compared to, say, your home or office. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.